Today's episode is brought to you by Breakfast Scented Q-Tips. You may only have time for cold cereal, but you can still have the smells of a hearty breakfast in your morning routine. Pick up a variety pack with coffee, cinnamon roll, and bacon-scented cotton ear swabs. They make a great stocking stuffer, and dogs love them. Hello and welcome to a very special presentation of a cozy Christmas podcast. I'm your host, Art, and this is the first annual super awesome Christmas podcasters Christmas extravaganza Christmas episode. And in case you missed it, we celebrate Christmas around here. I'm really looking forward to today's episode. We've got laughs lined up. We have some listener memories. Come on in, grab some hot cocoa, eggnog, whatever you like to drink settle down by the Christmas fire, and let us be your entertainment for this evening. I was able to get some sponsorship for this episode, so we're pulling out all the bells and whistles now because I have a budget. So let's pay some bills, and we'll get ready to head into the show. And now, here's a tip from your friends at Waste Watchers. It can be hard to avoid those extra calories at Christmas, So combine your favorites together to get the satisfaction of two flavors in a single portion. Try Waste Watchers eggnog or candy cane flavored gravy and skip that fattening dessert. Merry Christmas from your friends at Waste Watchers and we'll see you in January. All right. Thanks, Scott. I'm going to have to try that out, that new Waste Watchers program, because I've been doing nothing but watching my waste expand and expand and expand. Well, you've heard you've heard of the term dad bod, and well, my son says I'm a dad planet. I'm getting this close to creating my own gravity. And so he's getting nothing for Christmas this year. As I said on a past episode, we were able to send our good friend Manny from the Feliz Christmas Merry Navidad podcast. He was willing and ready to go to the North Pole, and we were able to send him. And so he is there now. He's live on the air at the North Pole believe it this is true i'm i i would not lie to you so let's check in uh manny how are things going up there uh so manny can you can you hear me up there yes yes i can hear you can you hear me uh, i can i can you don't sound too cold yet <laughs> i'm inside right now oh you're inside okay good <laughs> well i'm glad you made it up there safely and all that hopefully the the sled dogs didn't make your travel too difficult. It was cold. There's no airlines over here as of a week and a half ago. So either you take a part trip in a sleigh and then you have to mush, mush, mush because you're going on a sleigh all the way to the North Pole. Nice, nice. Well, it's better you than me, I guess. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're uh, we're looking for some Santa updates. It's just a couple days till the big day. How are things looking up there? All right. Up here, based on what I've seen so far today, I went into the shop. They let me go into the shop. They normally don't do this, but since I survived that, you know, the dog sled, they let me, they let me through. The elves are waxing the sleigh. And it's not just any normal waxing. It's according to what they showed me on a video from a previous flight, this thing makes it zoom. Like it makes it go really, really, really fast. No water will get stuck to it, no wind. And it also has it has some type of glow that you could see it when it's up high in the dark. So if there's birch or there's anything in the way, it'll automatically move it out of the way. Like 
it'll go through anything. It's basically invisible. It'll go through it. It, it seems that like it'll go through anything. I don't know. These elves, they're, they're one of a kind. All right. So that's the update on the sleigh. Uh, things looking ready to go then. Things are looking ready to go. And uh, also, while I was taking the whole tour, because finally, instead of looking at a camera, I've been able to walk these these hallways and go into different places. We went where, all, where the naughty and nice list is. And right now, as we speak, they're checking over all the address books. I, I tried to see if my name was there, but I think I'm a little too old for that. <laughs> I'm still going to walk by in a little bit, but that that's that's exciting because, you know, they're they're getting ready to go. We're we're a few days away. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. I would I would ask if you could check for my kids names, but I don't know if I want to want to know the answer to that one. <laughs> and I start checking for everybody's name. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> How about mine? Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, well, Manny, we'll check back with you in a few minutes here and get some further updates from you. Awesome. So stay tuned. We'll hear back from Manny. We'll see what else he can find up there at the North Pole. And thanks again to our sponsors at Waste Watchers. This really has made my Christmas day. Now, this podcast is known for its relaxing atmosphere and cozy stories and cozy memories. But you know what? Sometimes you just got to let your hair down and really boogie, okay? And if there's one thing I'm known for, it's my ability to boogie. Well, there have been several states that I'm no longer allowed to boogie in because of some sort of violation of local ordinances or something. Got a music group in. These guys have a great podcast called Snow in Southtown. I would encourage you to go check that out. It's a fun podcast. So guys, go ahead and introduce yourself and let's get ready to... Rock around the Christmas tree. Hey, Art. This is Mike from Snow and Southtown. I want to send you um, a song. As you might know, Rusty and I from Snow and Southtown are musicians, and we just do this Christmas podcast kind of for fun to talk about Christmas movies and music that we like. But we also do write and record Christmas songs every year. So I'm sending you one that we wrote a few years ago, and it is to address the uh, punctuation issue that people have when they're signing their Christmas cards and writing their last names and whether or not to use an apostrophe. And uh, so it's a fun song that we wrote called Do I Use an Apostrophe? Thanks so much. for having us and thanks for the awesome show that you're doing uh big fan and i'll keep listening see you we want to send out a christmas card we took pictures out in the backyard our sweaters matched and the baby looks so cute You don't use an apostrophe You only 
your name already ends in S. If you're a Patton, then you're the Pattons. If you're a Jones, then you're the Joneses. So please don't use an apostrophe at Christmas time. Yeah, you know the rules, but not me. Do I look like some kind of grammar Nazi? Just cause I can't punctuate doesn't mean I can't celebrate this year. So do I use an apostrophe? No, that's possession. Or do I only add an S? That's right. It seems like there's got to be some kind of rule, but I'll just guess. Don't guess, just look it up! I'm hoping no one will notice. I'm sure it'll be just fine if I use an apostrophe. At Christmas time, I'll use an apostrophe. All right, guys, thank you for that. Check out the Snow in Southtown podcast. My wife highly approves of this song. She's always correcting my punctuation, my grammar, my spelling, personal appearance, my haircut, my hair, my hygiene, my clothes, my... Oh, oh, oh sorry. Uh, got off, got on a little tangent there. Sorry. Um, anyway, where are we? Oh, yes. Uh, next up is a very special guest, uh, one that I have wanted to have on for a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, let's sit sit down and enjoy an interview with Todd Killian about his adventures with the United States Postal Service. Now, we all have heroes, uh, unsung heroes, and and maybe we use that term too lightly, but I'm here with everyone's hero this year, uh, America's mailman, Todd Killian, from the Christmas Clatter podcast. Uh, Todd, thanks for joining me on the Cozy Christmas podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, Art. It's uh, my pleasure to be here. Now, I, I, I jokingly called you a hero, but uh, working in the mail service, I think this year, you might have earned that. It's been an interesting year, to say the least, with the, the Postal Service. I've been at it over 15 years, and it's been the most eventful year. Between COVID and, and an election, I imagine you guys were just kind of swamped. <laughs> yes, yes, we were. Thanks again for uh, coming on, and uh, why don't you go ahead and... Tell some folks about uh, your podcast and who you are, and uh, we'll get to know you. Well, like Art said, my name's Todd. I am a uh, father of four. Me and my wife have uh, four young ones that run around and keep life in- interesting. And I work as a postal carrier, a letter carrier, and uh, I love Christmas. And after you know listening to podcasts, being a being a letter carrier, I get a lot of the chance to listen to podcasts all day long. Cause I'm out on the route by myself. So I'll put one earbud in my ear and listen to podcasts and well, out on my route, you know, just getting to be Christmas season and being a, a big Christmas lover. I thought there's gotta be a podcast about Christmas and uh, stumbled across the Christmas pass with Brian Earl and then can't wait for Christmas with Tim Babb and then the, the three at tis the podcast. And then like the next Christmas season, Dwayne from tinsel tunes came along and, ate up all their episodes and then found uh, my merry little Christmas podcast and Christmas stocking when he was doing things. And about, about that time I started thinking, man, these guys are great, but they're all kind of focused on one specific area of, of Christmas, whether it be history or movies or music. And that's, that that's perfect. I thought 
should be a podcast that kind of covers a little bit of everything. You know, touch on music, touch on movies, touch on traditions. Kind of more of a human. I guess it's. I guess Christmas Clatters developed into more of a human interest kind of Christmas take and uh, start talking with uh, messaging Brian Earl about it because he was always real open about helping people start podcasts, especially Christmas podcasts. And, and with his help uh, in May of 2019, I launched Christmas Clatter and been rolling ever since. And there's been some segments go by the wayside and some segments, you know, new ones born, but we're always tra- changing and trying to to you know, keep everybody entertained as best we can with uh, keeping Christmas hope alive. Specifically, I wanted to have you on today to talk a bit about the post office. Okay. Probably a lot of us ordered presents online this mm-hmm. year. And I don't know if you've seen a, a huge increase in packages and things like that. But I'll just say our, our uh, UPS driver knows us by name now. <laughs> We've been ordering so many things online. How, how How's work been with just all this craziness? Well, the past three or four Christmases, usually we start working at the Postal Service in 05 and everything was real cyclical, you know, big spike of volume around Christmas. And then it tapers off a little bit till, till we're through tax season. Tax season generates lots of mail. And then soon as school's out for the summer, it falls through the floor. It's ridiculous how little mail there is. And then as soon as Labor Day hits, you know, it starts to slow, you know, and school starts, slowly picks up. And then once we're into the end of October, it spikes again for the holiday season. And it followed that trend without a fault till about uh, three or four years ago. And then Amazon really, really took off. And so what happens now, and what's been happening with Post Service is, we have that spike at Christmas, but it never goes down. And it just kind of stays. I mean, there's ups and downs through the year, but it's a general steady line of the same volume. And then it spikes a little higher for the next Christmas and stays at that level. And, you know, because people just get used to ordering everything. And then this year with the COVID, we had, you know, we went up for last Christmas. And then it stayed on that level, but as soon as March, April hit, it went up. We were having more parcels through the summer than we did at Christmas the year before. And it's never, and it hasn't slacked off any. And then with uh, hmm. COVID, really, I don't think it's affected the carriers as much because we're not around people as much. You know, that work at the post service, you know, you get a few hours in the morning, but you're kind of at your own your own little mm-hmm. cubicle area. We call it a case. You, and you know getting your mail ready for the day and but it's really affected people that work in the processing centers and they were kind of short staffed anyway because of uh consolidation of processing and and different things like that so it's really made a backlog in processing centers which has really slowed things down and so it's been an interesting year and then you had all the election who bob about mail-in ballots and the new postmaster general wanting to do the things he wanted to do. I can't really say positive. I can't really say positive or negative things, but the things he wanted to do, it was what it was, but it didn't seem to help very much. And yeah, I remember, uh, you know, as a kid, especially at Christmas time, when you'd see the mailman come or or the mail carrier come and uh, you know, 
carrying the big boxes of Chris. He knew there were Christmas presents in it. And um, boy, we would run to the window or we'd run to the front door, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, you, still, you still see, see that, that excitement, excitement uh, quite a bit. Um, but a lot of people with tracking and stuff know when things are coming so that they know if you have it with them. So, or if they're, they're always asking you questions, you sure. know, about it. And it's like, uh, you know, in fact, this is, this is not a joke. A lot of times when, when letter carriers tell stories, people think, Oh, you're joking because nobody's like that. And it's like, no, these, these stories are all legit. I, I have one customer come up to me mm. and he was like, I ordered a package yesterday. Uh, do you have it with you? And I was like, uh, no, I don't think so. And he's like, well, he's like, I just ordered it yesterday. I was like, yeah, it's probably going to be three or four more days, you know, before you get it. So, or they'll ask you, you know, I have this package that I'm expecting. Do you know where it's at? It's like, uh, you know, I barely know your name. <laughs> I don't think I know where your package is, you know? Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> You get all those kind of things, but you, every once in a while, <laughs> you still see the again? people are, are surprised by <laughs> yeah. by an unexpected gift coming in, and and that that's always fun. Uh-huh. Now, I, uh, some might have a lot of questions about you know letters to Santa Claus, and I'm sure you see quite a few of those uh, come through. Perhaps. Yeah, I have other times. My route I have now is a lot of elderly and a lot of businesses, so I don't see them as much as I used to. Uh, other routes I've been on, but I have had them. And unfortunately, my area doesn't have a real big uh, volunteer system for answering those letters. But, you know, being a uh, Christmas-loving letter carrier, I had a special uh, case, special way to get them to Santa and made sure that uh, they got answers back. And then, uh, and then, uh, well, yeah. and then I would always say that uh, Santa always uh, – put those letters that the kids wrote in envelopes and, and got them back to the parents in late January. So they could hold on to them. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I never, I don't think I ever wrote a letter to Santa, which is terrible. Uh, but I would write letters to my, uh, to my grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We, we, we kind of left and called them the, uh, the St. Louis Santa. And then uh, oh, sometimes yeah. we'd get a, a present and it would say from the St. Louis Santa Claus, you know, my, uh, my grandpa would play Santa Claus. He would go to, uh, uh, well, his, their friends owned a bookstore. So he'd play Santa for the bookstore. He'd go to some schools and be Santa. So, Oh, nice. Nice. He had the, the beard and the physique for it too. So <laughs> I'm hoping to follow in his footsteps here, <laughs> but uh yeah when he when he passed away um my grandma had already passed away it was i think in 2012 you know we were helping clean out the house and he had saved in his desk all the letters we wrote to them throughout the years so i i have you know all these christmas letters and birthday letters and things i would write them and and he had them saved each each grandkid had a little cubby hole on his desk and he'd put the letters in there so yeah, I'm glad they can get back. Santa's letters got back to uh, to the parents. That's those are things that will mean something. At our house, we have this little metal mailbox, and it's uh, designed to kind of look like a gingerbread house mailbox kind of thing, mm-hmm. like a like a drop box, not a mailbox in your house, but like one of the blue drop boxes you'd you'd see in front of a store or something. Our two youngest 
drop letters in there to Santa because I told them that's a special way to get them to Santa and, and they disappear and, and uh, oh, get replies neat. back. Well, I guess working for the post office has its perks. Yeah, huh? yeah you get a, you get a direct <laughs> uh, magical mailbox to Santa when you work for them. They, they issue you that after your 90 days is up. So. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, that sounds good. I might have to, I might have to get a job. I need to talk to Santa. So, <laughs> well, well, Todd, thank you for uh, spending time with me this morning um, uh, chatting about Christmas. I know it's, I know it's uh, a terrible topic you don't like talking about, but <laughs> well, I, I find a way. I find yeah, that's a way. Right. <laughs> Uh, you and your family, I hope you guys have a, have a Merry Christmas. Yes. Have a Merry Christmas. Yep. And uh, to, uh, and all of our listeners too, uh, this, this is probably the episode that drops before Christmas. Um, uh, I know both Todd and I are hoping you all are safe and have a, a very Merry Christmas. We should probably not sing a carol or anything. We don't want to <laughs> frighten our listeners away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Todd, take care. Thank you. Merry Christmas. You know, we really owe a lot to our mail carriers this year. They've delivered massive amount of packages. They took care of absentee ballots and they had to go to everyone's house six days a week to give us our mail, not counting all the extra packages and letters that have gone out uh, this Christmas time because of the pandemic. I think, I think we need to say a special thank you to them. So I've asked the boys from the Chardon Polka Band to come in and help us pay tribute to our mail carriers. So Todd, to you and to others who work in the post office, this song's for you. All right, hit it, boys.
step A special Christmas delivery The ladies, they all adore him Everybody's got a job Sorry ladies, maybe this Christmas If you have been good And he'll bring a package to you Awesome, that was Andrew the Mailman by the Chardon Polka Band. Hey, uh, guys, before you go, uh, oh, man, I'm glad they came by, but, but they left behind a ton of bratwurst. So let's cut to a commercial break, and I'm going to take care of some of this bratwurst. You probably can't spend Christmas with the whole family this year, but Kringle Records has put together the soundtrack for large family gatherings for those of you feeling homesick. Tracks include... Dinner Table Arguments. Don't talk to me like that. Oh, shut you up. don't talk to me I like that. Believe. Unexpected Pets. Mom, the dog is throwing up. Burning the Big Dinner. Somebody open a freaking window. Relatives clogging the toilet. Uh-oh. Meeting your daughter's loser boyfriend. Whoa, it's like nice to meet you or something, dude. Your mother-in-law trying to be helpful. Do you not understand what being married is? Let me help you. Great Uncle Henry backing over the mailbox. And many more. Pick up your copy today. Okay, thanks, Scott. You know what? I think that product's going to really work out for us all this year. I mean, it'll be like having your family over without actually having them over. Oh, I'm getting a signal right now from uh, the North Pole. Yes, it sounds like Manny is indeed touching base with us. Let's find out what he's got going on there. Uh, Manny, can you hear me again? I can hear you. It's a little colder out here, but I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. I can. You do sound a little colder now. Are you outside? Yeah, it's, it, yeah I am outside. I'm trying to avoid the wind. So that's why I'm like, I, I'm, I'm making sure. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, I can. Loud and clear. All right. So we've been seeing this all year, but this is hilarious up here. I've never seen people so motivated to wear masks. But these, the masks that the elves are wearing, they glow. They have lights. But I try putting it on, but then you can't understand me. But when I put it on, my face is so warm. Mm. And they're just clothed, but it's so awesome. It's so awesome. Oh, 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 wait. Hey, what is that? Oh, you got to see this. Oh, what do you you got to see this. Oh, my. Did you hear that? I, I, I heard something. It sounded he like a zoom by. It's Rudolph. Rudolph. It's. Yes, it's Rudolph. Wow. It's he's by himself in the older sleigh. Oh gosh! Oh god! Oh! Ooh. Oh, he's flipping! Oh, he's zoom, zoom, zooming! <laughs> oh, there he goes again! Oh, oh wow! Wow! Oh. His nose is red. He's on fire! Ooh! 
<laughs> wow, he's really far and it's so bright. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll get back to you. Oh, I'll get oh, back to okay. you. This is awesome. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, boy, we lost the connection there. Uh, well, I sure hope, man, he's okay. Wait, do we have some carolers outside? Or Oh, Jerry. Hey, this is Jerry D from Totally Rad Christmas. And Cece. Little number one, you'll know her as. And we're going to do a little something for you guys, listeners of A Cozy Christmas Podcast. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> She's just being silly now. All right. Merry, Merry Christmas to all you guys out there. I hope. Well, we'll make up your mind. Do you want to keep going or not? <laughs> Anyway, I hope all you listeners of Cozy Christmas mm-hmm. Podcast have a wonderful Christmas. Feliz Navidad later, dudes. Feliz Navidad. Prospero Anyway Felicidad. She's so silly. <laughs> later, dudes. Thanks to the miracle of modern technology. For today's story time, I'm going to take a little break from reading a story. I'm bringing in the big guns. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is Chris from the Yuletide TV Podcast. Typically, you'd hear me and my co-hosts discussing Christmas episodes from some beloved, and not-so-beloved, TV shows. But today, I'm here to share with you a poem I wrote about a real thing that happened to me on Christmas Eve when I was a child. It involves helping my dad fulfill a lifelong dream, and then realizing that that dream might not be all it's cracked up to be. Please enjoy Don't Buy a Sailboat on Christmas Eve. You've wanted a sailboat all of your life despite the many disapproving looks from your wife. At work before Christmas, your coworker draws near. He lets you know about a website that catches your ear. It's called eBay, he says, his voice full of glee. But you ask him in wonder, what's that got to do with me? They sell everything that your heart could imagine, like CDs, suits, and even little trained steam engines. What about boats, you wonder aloud? And he nods along, both joyful and proud. Exactly, he shouts, as you understand his aim. They even got discounts if they've been through a hurricane. Your mind starts to spin as you make your way home. You want to search eBay, but you can't do it alone. You say to your son, fire up the computer. He rushes in happy to oblige his recruiter. Together you search and endlessly scroll. You just can't stop with this fire burning in your soul. You finally see one that feels like a great fit even if you're beginning to doubt this idea just a little bit. The pictures show it stored up on dry land, and it looks like it could use one or two helping hands. The owner writes that it's quite a good boat, and despite being in a storm, they assure you it still floats. Your heart starts racing as you look at the price, and tell yourself that owning a boat would be quite nice. Your son is ready, his hand on the mouse. He's waiting for you to give the order to pounce. You decide to think on it while you sleep, all the while telling your wife nary a peep. The next day you arise, as determined as ever, that boat will be mine, you say, it's now or never. 
Your son is back at your side ready to go, and you won't tell him when to tell you no. The bidding window is about to close, and you and a stranger are coming to blows. Someone else wants this boat as badly as you, and if you don't win, you know you'll be blue. You tell your son to keep on clicking, and all the while the clock keeps ticking. The bidding has ended. The page needs to refresh. You wait with your son with bated breath. The page reloads and your heart struck with fear. You'll be the proud owner of a sailboat in the new year. Immediately you dive into a deep denial. I can't have one, you say, impossibly riled. An email arrives asking for payment, but all you can do is express your lament. I shouldn't have done this, you say to yourself. You can't understand why this isn't making you as happy as an elf. Your family congratulates you on your new buy, but you can't help feeling glum this whole time. You didn't want your holiday to be a bummer, but now all you can think about is how you can't even use that boat until summer. eBay emails you again and again, looking for payment that you cannot send. At last, one final email arrives, telling you, thankfully, that you've lost your prize. You let out a loud, long sigh of relief, happy to be rid of this prolonged grief. Christmas can be a wondrous time, full of family, friends, and tasty red wine, but excitement can lead you to do dangerous things, like skydiving, bungee jumping, or an ill-advised fling. Be wary of making impulsive decisions, even if they might fulfill some lifelong visions. I'm here to tell you, no matter what you believe, you don't buy a sailboat on Christmas Eve. Wishing you all a safe and happy holiday from your friends at the Yuletide TV Podcast. Hello, this is Adam from the Merry Britsmas Podcast, the podcast all about British Christmas things. When the Cozy Christmas Podcast said they were looking for a sophisticated British voice to come on and read a Christmassy poem, well, they couldn't find anybody, so they asked me instead. The poem I'm going to read today best captures that spirit of waiting for Santa Claus, or as we call him here in Britain, Father Christmas. The expectation, the worry, the nerves, and that excitement as Christmas Eve rolls on and Santa is on his way. A Visit from St Nicholas by Clement Clark Moore T'was the night before Christmas, when all through the house Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse The stockings were hung by the chimney with care In hopes that St Nicholas soon would be there The children were nestled, all snug in their beds While visions of sugar plums danced in their heads And Mama, in her kerchief, and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn, there arose such a clatter. I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the windows, I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes did appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver, so lively and quick, I knew in a moment, he must be Saint Nick. More rapid than eagles, 
his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donna and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, the courses they flew, with a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, the prancing and pouring of each little hoof. As I drew in my head, and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry, his droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew, like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. All right. Well, uh, before before I close out this episode, I really want to uh, check in with Manny again. I, I feel so bad. I sent him up there and he was just kind enough to head up there and uh, get to the North Pole. And things were a little exciting there at the last uh, broadcast. Uh, he said he thought he saw Rudolph. I heard some strange whooshy noises and man, I wish I had gone now. But let's uh, link up here and see if Manny is, is there. Uh, uh, Manny, this this is the Cozy Christmas Podcast. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can hear you. you. Hear me? Yep, coming through loud and clear. All right, we're in we're indoors now, and I have good news and I have not so good news. Uh oh, Santa is not here. Uh oh, I was supposed to meet up with him today, but he is not here. But I'm looking over here at these are huge screens, and he's been in I don't know how many cities in the past hour wow so if you're yes if you're going if you're going i guess by the mall because he's been in the malls he's been at ice cream shops he's all over so if you see this nice old man that's smiling at you hint hint it might be santa yeah yeah oh there he goes again he's in he's in florida look at this he just wow yes Florida. That's where all that's where all the reindeers are at right now. Okay. Oh, no wonder Rudolph was flying by himself. They're they're doing a test flight all over the world. Oh, he's in Washington now. Oh, well, bring some good cheer there. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. I don't. Is, is hey guys, is this a replay? That's live. Wait, he's in London. 
That's live. Oh, wow. Yes, but he keeps walking and smiling at children, but he's wearing a mask. But you could still see his smile through the mask. So, I mean, it's, it's not going to be hard to tell him apart from the rest of the people, because if you can see yeah. in the mask, it's not clear. The mask is as yeah. white as his beard. Well, he, he could probably use his beard as a mask. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Is he gone? He's not. A... Oh, oh, he's here, guys. Oh, I just got I got the goosebumps. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let, let me let me get back with you because, oh, I got to get a selfie with him. Hey, hey, guys, I'll be back with one more. Okay, update. sounds good. <laughs> oh, and he's gone again. Okay. We've got a special guest to end our episode today. Singer songwriter and friend of the show johanna jones is standing by ready to sing our last song for the night it's christmas time joanna was just one of the many people i got to meet this year because of this podcast and all these performers today have graciously donated their time and creativity and i'd love for you to go and check them out as johanna sings think about those people in your life that you love could be a spouse, a friend, a child, a pet. Make sure they know how much you care for them and what can you give them this year that will make their Christmas very special. Johanna, take it away. Hi, it's Johanna Jones here. You might remember me from season 17 of American Idol. And today you're going to be listening to It's Christmas Time from my new Christmas album, this song was the very first song that I wrote for the album, and it's honestly one of my favorites. I hope that as you're listening to it, you think about the warmth and the light of Christmas, and that it makes you feel cozy and safe. I wrote this song imagining people sitting by their fire with a cup of hot chocolate, and just thinking about all the nostalgia that Christmas brings to us. It's such a cozy song, and, and I wanted it to be a little jazzy, and I really, really hope you love it. So without further ado, here's It's Christmas Time. I hope you have a happy holidays and Merry Christmas.
I think that's about, we're about ready to wrap things up. Oh, wait, no. Uh, I, I just, I'm getting, a, uh, I, 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 yes, I'm getting a signal in from Manny. Uh, Manny, how's it going up there? All right. I'm going to keep this short. No, I'm not. I <laughs> ran all over. I left the room with all the screens. And I think that Santa Claus about 300 feet in front of me. But for some reason, he does not slow down. Santa! Stop! <laughs> Be quiet, <laughs> Rulof. What? What? Why are you making me run? What? Oh, I'm sorry. Just running is healthy. Don't you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Santa, Santa, before you go, before you go, did you drop something off at my house? Oh, uh, let me see. Oh, well, my list many. Yes, I don't know. Yes, I think I passed by your house. Okay, I want one one explanation how do you make it from city to city you keep popping up in different screens in different part of the world how do you do it well there's this uh, small thing called the special christmas magic you know son but uh, i mean there are all kinds of secrets i'm not allowed to tell you but uh I don't know. Um, certainly, uh, there's magic involved, of course. There's incredible speed. We have very, very good fodder for our beloved reindeer here. And um, yeah, there are just certain ways I can get around, my dear boy. <laughs> Santa, I have so many questions. I need backup here. I'm excited. It's Santa. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, no, it's Santa, and I forgot my questions. I can't oh, no. read. Where's my paper? Oh. Where's my list? Uh, what do uh, I let's, do? Let's see. Uh, ask him why does he sound German? Santa, why do you sound German? Well, Santa can sound however he wants or however other people want him to sound like. So maybe deep down, you are just longing for some company of a decent old German fellow. Ho, 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 ho. That makes sense. Wow. Yeah. It, 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 you heard that, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't believe may, what I'm may, hearing. Okay, more questions, more questions, because I'm frozen. Oh, okay, oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, how? Uh, oh, oh, here's a good one. Am, am I on the naughty or the nice list? He wants to know if he's on the naughty or, or the nice list, Santa. Oh, good old Art Kilmer. <laughs> well, if he keeps doing these joyful podcast episodes, I see no reason to put him on the naughty list. So just keep on going with those awesome episodes, my dear lad. You are on the good side. 
Oh, wonderful. Santa, I have two more questions. This one's from me. The other one's from Mark. But this one's from me. Did Buddy the Elf really live here when he was little? No. What? Oh, no. What? That's all fake, huh? That's not a documentary? No, that's not a documentary. That is a movie. Actually, he tried to live here, but he was a real pain in the... So you know Buddy the Elf for real? No. I have many, many elves who do their wonderful work for me. Without them, I just couldn't make all of this stuff. But Buddy, no. I mean, he tried. Oh, he tried to live here. He does exist mm. in a certain way. But uh, and when it turned out that he wasn't allowed to live here, I yeah, he simply uh, went to Hollywood and made that movie basically to... I don't know, to stick it up to me, I guess. But I didn't mind. Yeah, maybe like an expose or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it turned out a good movie anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, Manny, do you have any more questions for our, our Santa? Santa, what do you want to tell all the kids in the world in the next, I guess, 48 hours? Ah, all the kids in the world. Well, kids, the world is a very busy very hungry, and it can be an also very, very dark place. All the advice I have for you is be kind to each other. Simply be nice. Be generous. Don't brag about the stuff you have. And don't envy people for stuff they have, but you don't have. Also, in these current hard times, I know it's very, very difficult, but please, please, please do everything to not get sick keep social distancing or simply move to the North Pole because it's so freaking cold up here that it actually kills the virus. So all of mankind could just move to the North Pole and they would be fine. But please don't do that because then I just wouldn't get one free minute to take care of all of the wonderful things for Christmas. But yes, the main message simply is kids, be nice to your parents, to your friends, to everyone you meet. That, that's a good message, Santa. You heard that. You heard that completely, right? Yes. Yes. Man, I can't believe it. Uh, well, Santa, I know you're about to be a very busy man. So, Manny, we, I think it might be time to tell him farewell and, and see him on his way. All right, Santa. I want you to say goodbye to all the people that are listening to this. And I have one more special request. Oh, sure. Please, please, please let me know ahead of time when Rudolph is flying over my house. Please. I only oh. want to get a. I, I want to get another glimpse of that. It's so exciting. Well, just keep your camera ready. He is a diva and always has his heads in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Boy, who knew that Santa could do dad jokes? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am several thousand years old. Yeah, and and I mean, some people call you Father Christmas, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Well, Santa, we will let you get on your way. Thank you for spending time with Manny today. He, uh, he, he was a trooper and went up there in the the cold, frozen north. But M Manny, I, I've got some bad news for you. What? Well, the the funding to bring you back home from the North Pole uh, did not come in, so. You're kind of stuck there for now. Oh, that's so bad. Oh, man, I'm going to have to get myself in Santa's toy sack and travel <laughs> the world with them without him noticing. What a bummer. 
Or, yeah, I see, heard he, all of that. Uh oh. We, we forgot. Uh, he, he he does see us uh, when we're sleeping. If you need a ride, just ask. <gasps> oh, uh, oh. Yes. Hey, Santa, can I have a ride? Absolutely. But after the things you have seen in the night, I have to erase your memory, I'm afraid. Ho, ho, ho. Okay. <laughs> well, um, hopefully my memory will stay intact, but. Uh, don't erase hey too much. Hey, Art. Hey, yeah. Art. I have a body camera. Oh, perfect. Please don't let me forget this. A body what? Nothing. <laughs> oh. It's fine. Uh, all right, I, Santa. I... Bye, Santa. <laughs> Just hop on the sleigh. Go, Dancer. Go, Prancer. Go, Dasher. Go, Vixen. Go, uh, what are you called again? I never can get these in my head. You, uh, Bambi with a white ear. You there with a crooked hoof, and you, and you with a missing twig on your head, and you, Plutolf, uh, uh, Rudolf, uh, go on, let's dash away, go away, and a very merry Christmas, ho, 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 here come the man in black. Oh, wow, well. Manny, you did the impossible. You got Santa on the podcast. That, what a scoop that is. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us on this first annual super awesome Christmas podcasters, Christmas extravaganza, Christmas episode. You know, I've just been sitting here and listening to all the talent that's come in and uh, all the stories that we have told this year, the people I've had an opportunity to meet and interview on the podcast my listeners, you all have been wonderful. Christmas is truly the best time of the year. Is it any wonder that we celebrate it every day? You know, as Garfield says in his in the Christmas special, it's not the giving, it's not the getting, it's the loving. I hope that all of you, no matter who you are, that you are feeling loved and are safe and happy this holiday season. This year has been amazing, and I feel so blessed. I have some people I need to thank before we head out. A thank you to Todd Killian and the Christmas Clatter Podcast for your advice in getting my podcast up and running. Especially thank you for the message of your podcast, and that is to keep Christmas hope alive every day. We need that. Manny from the Feliz Christmas Merry Navidad Podcast, thank you for getting to the North Pole for us. I was hoping to go myself, but I was pretty worn down after COVID. So, but your joy and creativity and energy, you just came in and really helped bring this whole thing together. And that meant the world to me. Folks, listen to his show. And as Manny likes to say, pay it forward. Do something kind for someone. Scott Newman from the Jingle Jank Podcast. Thank you for organizing uh, the ad revenue for the show. <laughs> you folks, go and listen up. Listen to his podcast. He's putting out some great episodes. Uh, for the music of our show, the Snow and Southtown Podcast. Guys, for your music, the Shard and Polka Band, Joanna Jones. Thank you so much. Rhea Stevens, I didn't play any of your music today, but your album has been the soundtrack of my Christmas this year. So... Um, thank you, and thank you for coming on the show. So uh, all in all, folks, buy their music. It's really good and will keep you in the cozy Christmas spirit all year round. Jerry Davila, our podcast interviews have brought a lot of joy to my life. The day we recorded for your episode, I had had a pretty discouraging day, but got to laugh so much with you that, that night, and uh, I needed that. 
that was a blessing to me, and so I thank you for that. Keep spreading that Christmas cheer every day of the year, dude. We need that awesomeness from you. Adam from Mary Britsmas, thanks for helping me out and reading our story today. Also, thanks, Laza, from the 90s Christmas podcast. You are hashtag my Santa. And finally, and I know I'm missing some others, and, and I'm sorry, I, I tried to remember everyone's names and, and, and get everything out, but guys, thank you to the Christmas podcast community. You have brought joy to my life this this whole year. In a very dark year, uh, it, it's been, but all of you have really just brought the light, and I think that's amazing. But finally, this podcast would be nothing if it weren't for you listeners out there. Thank you for entrusting me with some truly wonderful Christmas memories that I could share on the podcast. Well, the snow is falling, the fire is crackling, even though it's on YouTube. The house is lit only by Christmas lights right now, and I had better get off to bed because I think Santa is almost here, and I've got a big day tomorrow. My heart is full, and I hope I was able to share some of that with you this year. I'll see you in a few days as we continue our Christmas celebration. As always, be kind to each other and share your stories. And remember that there is nothing in the world so irresistibly contagious as laughter and good humor. Have a very Merry Christmas.